everybody, and welcome to the second episode of Professional Foul, a rugby league podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the retired Cameron Smith, Cronk vs. Buzz, Jared Hayne, Elliot's texts, Suwali to play, the Dally M judges, and more. But I have um, Keithy Dogzarkis with me. How are you going? I'm good. How are you? Good. You know what? I remember the other day when I first met you, your friends used to call you Dog. And I never put two and two together. I never thought it was like with your surname, Dog Zarkas. I thought they just called you Dog because you actually look like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Keefy Dog Zarkas. So, yeah. Here I am, ready to rock and roll. Oh, God, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> All right. So, round one's over. Um there wasn't many upsets. We got to have a close look at some of the rules, which is um, which I'm going to retract my opinion on a couple of those rules. But we'll do that a bit later on. We'll go. What, what do you want to do? Go go to the first game. We talk about the first game. Um, South first Melbourne on Thursday night. Yep. So being a South 20, fan, twenty six eighteen to the Storm. That's right. Is that is is, is that surprising? No, not at all. Um, I picked the storm. The storm, as usual, as you can see in that game, they come out all guns blazing. You can't even say it's an ambush because oh, you, man, you, you know what they're going to get every time they come out. And I was quite surprised with the way South started. South just couldn't handle them. They couldn't handle their offloads. Um, they came out all guns blazing. Their forwards threw our forwards around like rag dolls. It was yeah. just sad. It was sad to see. Wait. What, what about Mansour? How slow is that guy? He's get, Look, I think he's going to be shaping up to be the worst buy of the year. Well, I think he's past his year's buy date. I reckon for the last couple of <laughs> Shit, years yeah. he's been pretty average. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised you guys signed him. You've got Jackson Paolo. You've much got, better. Yeah, much you've got better. Masters. You've got these good young kids that played well at the end of last year. And you, lo and behold, you buy Mansour. It doesn't make sense whatsoever. And you can yeah. see what happened. Like he drops the ball. Um, I think you writing one of the text messages in our WhatsApp group. He turns around like a like an oil refiner, ocean liner, ocean liner. <laughs> he's just he's just too slow. He's finished. I know. I know. I just could. I couldn't believe him. And you know. We bought him, I think we bought him to help the Fords, you know, to, to run up um, one or one or two balls every set of six, and he, he couldn't even do that. So for me, get rid of him, put Jackson Paulo in. Jackson Paulo was way better. He played really well in the finals last year. I was surprised that um, – I thought Mansour was like a backup, but no. He, he's well, I in, didn't. Yeah, I can't. You can't say he's going to be a backup because he's a representative player. He's been a representative player in the past. You're not going to buy someone like that to be a backup. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I think it was a bad call to to sign him. Who knows? He might warm into it. But yeah, at the you know, moment the jury's out. But to be fair to um, to be fair to South, it what it is that's the toughest game of the year for anyone to go down to Melbourne and play Melbourne at their home ground. That's the toughest game of the year, yeah. I think, in the regular comp. And, um, you know, th- they did all right. They started making a comeback in the second half. But I think that, like what you said in one of those texts, if Cameron Smith was there, he wouldn't have allowed them to make that comeback. 
Yeah, you know, well, he would have closed the game out. Yeah, definitely. Like there was a time in that second half, midway through the second half, you guys were fighting back. You clawed your way back into the game, and then Melbourne started becoming unMelbourne like. You could see they were a little <laughs> bit flustered. They were making a couple of errors. That would have been the exact time when Cameron Smith would have been with his dark arts. He would have been slowing <laughs> the play of the ball down. He would have been Sim trying. He yeah, would have been trying to negotiate a penalty with the refs. Yeah, just yeah. slowing everything down, coaching the team, talking to them. Whereas you you couldn't see that for that period of time. You you had them on the ropes. If you scored next, I think you were in like I think was it maybe ten point difference. Then they got that again. bullshit penalty. They yeah. got that bullshit penalty where um, they said tackled in the air, but he had his arms around him while he was on the ground, and then the guy jumped. <laughs> but that, that's part of that influence from Smith, I reckon. Yeah. If, if, like a few games down by mid-year, that's going to erode away. You're not going to yeah. have that anymore. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not so convinced. Look, they're a great team. They're going to be top four 100%, but when the whips are cracking and they've got Harry Grant to come back <laughs> – can you believe it took us five minutes? Even after five minutes, we couldn't even remember his name, but we'll talk about that later his with name, fan feedback. His, na- his name's pretty forgettable. Though. <laughs> but look, I, I it, it, um, it's a great team. Uh, why, don't interrupt me, man. Do not interrupt me. Sorry, sir. Um, <laughs> we were during uh, WhatsApp, when we were WhatsApping, uh, Larry from a great podcast, a great rugby league podcast, Balls Out No Flops. I, I messaged him or we were talking and I said, what the fuck is it with Melbourne's home ground and seagulls? You know, there's <laughs> always, always seagulls everywhere. And he said that's because um, Solomona carries chips in his pocket. <laughs> he just snacks on the hot chips in, in between tackles and um, the seagulls are hanging around for the hot chips that fall out. But anyway, enough of that game. That game was a lot of pain. Let's go to the Knights, Dogs, 32 to 6 to the Knights. The Dogs, in the first 20 minutes, the Dogs uh, showed a bit of resilience, but you could tell they were going to crack. And I think the Knights did pretty well considering they didn't have Ponga. Um, Smith, Smith, Pierce stepped up. Pierce stepped up and said Elliot scored a try, a hit and spin, one of his best moves apparently. Yeah. I wonder if there was any sledging taking place in that game. It didn't look like it. I was looking really close for some sledging. You know, I thought someone was going to say something and something was going to erupt somewhere. But I don't know. Knights can probably um, get top eight again, maybe. Yeah, I've got him. I've got him in my top eight. I think after that performance, they were pretty solid. They've got a great forward pack. Um, their halves, their Ponga was out and they still were pretty solid. They even lost their 5-8 early in the game yeah. and they, they played yeah. well. I think they're a good team. Even Bradman Best, he got injured. Um, he, he's a great player. I think they're pretty solid throughout the park and, yeah, I think they'll make the, the top eight. Canterbury. Who went off? Who went off and came out? Someone went off injured and um, I can't remember who it was and came out dressed and uh, he had the um, the brace over his jeans and he was limping. But I wasn't sure if he was limping because of the brace or because his jeans were so tight. Yeah, yeah it's a 5'8", <laughs> isn't it? That's, um... Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I think not, mate. Get, get not the not name, me. mate. Get the name, <laughs> otherwise there'll be bad. There'll be fan feedback. That, that's right. Well, you brought him up. I've forgotten his name. <laughs> and look, the dogs forwards. His nickname's weak. Killer. Dogs. His nickname's Killer. The dogs. Dogs forwards are piss weak. You know. Yeah. Um, and w- and with the top five meters gained, it was all it was all knights. It was all knights forwards. The dogs. Not one dog got a top five. Yeah. It was mate. in the top five. I know we're only into game two of the week, but to me it almost feels like a continuation of last year. Like the, same, right, the yeah. same teams uh, yeah. dominating, same teams yeah. are struggling. Um, yeah. Even with the rule changes, like, yeah, not so many kicks in a touch, obviously. But yeah, well, oh, it well, feels like we haven't even had an off-season. It's been a short off-season, but it feels well, to like... Well, to me, to me the top... Um, to me... Last year's top four were the top four teams in round one. Oh, so you, you had uh, mate, para. You had Penrith. Yeah, well, you would. Yeah, we um, were, nah. we, pe- we were terrible. Anyway. Oh, I, I thought. Anyway, let's get on to that game. Eels Broncos, twenty four sixteen to the Eels. Go your team, mate. Yeah, Go. well, like I said last week, you know, I wasn't very confident. I was worried about this game. I thought that the Broncos will come out all guns blazing. You coach were embarrassed last year. They did. They did come out all guns blazing. Well, that's it. That's exactly what happened. And there was like some serious injuries to Broncos player, which resulted in them only having one player on the bench. And I really think if they didn't lose those three players, that they would have won that game. And in the second half, we came out better. But, yeah, the first half was diabolical, terrible mistakes, hopeless. We're half asleep. Arthur reckons that we didn't pay them enough respect. That, that, could be, that could be right. Second half, we just played direct, a lot more direct, better go forward, and we ran over the top of them. Well, you know, um, there was a forward pass from the kickoff by the Broncos. And I've got to say, Gutho's man bun... <laughs> He's like five to five years too late with that shit. Yeah, mate. No one's doing the man bun anymore, mate. He doesn't. What the hell? He doesn't care. He doesn't look at what the what the current trends are. He's gutho. He does what he wants. He's the king. <laughs> He's five years behind everyone, man. And Herbie Farnsworth, he's I love ch- that name. Yeah, he's a champion. That name. That name sounds like um, an old name from the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Like you can imagine, you can imagine a documentary, you know, and Herbie Farnsworth. Was in 1835 built the first bread factory. <laughs> what about Keegan Hipgrave? That's another great name. Uh, he played all right, actually. Yeah, he he was played soft. all right. He wasn't bad. He's a, he, like for the Gold Coast, he was a disaster. Everything he touched, it was because he had so much enthusiasm and went for everything that he just like used to fuck everything up. Yeah, he's. I don't know. Like a lot of para fans are going to the para forums already. They're saying that exactly that he's like a brain explosion waiting to happen, ill disciplined. <laughs> but yeah, he was pretty good in that game. So, so far, so good, Keegan. But yeah, uh, Warriors Titans nineteen Warriors Titans six. Now you've tipped Titans to make the top eight. Yeah, I'm a bit worried now because. Yeah, I didn't really think the performance was that good at all. I really think the Warriors were great. Their their completion oh, me, rate was amazing. They've in the got first a half. They've got a great fullback. Uh, fullback. They've got a great forward pack. You know, they got Fanua Blake yeah. and Sirinan. 
I'm, I'm, I'm so pissed off we got rid of Siren and I'm just, uh, you know, Mate, you can't I wanted have everyone. to keep that guy. Uh, Nick Arima was good. Yeah. You know, the Titan, Titans actually Chanel. dominated in the first 10 minutes, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, mate, the, the Warriors after were, that, they didn't look good. Yeah, the Warriors were great. I think they were really good. Um, the Titans, you know, it's round one. They've got this show on Fox. Have you seen that show? I haven't seen that show yet. Building yeah, I watched one episode. Oh, no, I didn't even watch one episode. I watched like half an episode and I just went, nah. They shouldn't be doing didn't. that shit. They should just be focusing on the game. Yeah. Don't you reckon? Like they got a rookie coach. I reckon he's a great coach. They're a team on the way up. Cut the crap out. Just focus on, on the game. Don't get involved in that stuff. You know, Fafita went missing. Taylor, well, you know, Taylor, have I mentioned this to you before? Taylor looks like a 1920s paper boy. <laughs> you put one of those berets on his head and extra, extra. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I don't know. He's got a, he doesn't look like a rugby league player, that's for sure. He's got that dog's body. He's got a bit of a gut. <laughs> but, you know, a couple of years ago, he was a wonder kid. And I he think got he, signed for big money, too. Yeah, yeah. And I think the pressure got to him. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's a solid player. And um, the halfback, he's a good player. So mm. I think they'll still go okay. Like they'll warm into the season like they did last year. But, yeah, the Warriors, definitely top eight. And I think I'm going to have to switch them. I think the Warriors are going to make the eight. I had the Titans in before. I'm going to have to kick them out. Yeah. If you told me in right. two weeks, I might swap them again. Roosters Manly. Roosters 46. Manly 4. And by all accounts, uh, Hasler nearly lost his job over it. Well, he didn't nearly lose his job, but they weren't going to extend his contract. But then at the last minute, they decided to extend his contract. Yeah. Um, Tedesco scores with his first touch of the season. I hated to see that. Uh, foreign, man. Foreign. foreign. Tell me about Foreign. What did you think about Foreign? Foreign plays with his heart. By the end of the game, looked completely busted. I'd be surprised <laughs> if he makes it to round six. Yeah, I'll be surprised if he makes it to round two. And Lamb, the Roosters halfback, he just seemed to be getting in the way. Yeah. Every, you know, they, they were sort of like pushing him out of the way. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. You know? But Manly, Manly were a shambles. No, you know? The one thing I, I like about the Roosters game is even when they're killing it, they're still really patient. You know, yeah, they don't they throw don't. silly balls. They That's don't do, right. you know, they, they don't, don't do stupid shit. They don't, yeah. yeah, they don't do all par and try and score off every play. They're, they're methodical. They've got a game plan. And they know eventually that they'll win. And look at yeah. that game. That game, they were, Manly was so pathetic on the edges that they ended up, you know, it was a blowout. But, yeah, they, they've got patience. All the great teams have got it, even Melbourne Storm. Yeah. Great teams have yeah, got, patience got patience. And they're happy to win on the 78th minute. <laughs> but in the case of the <laughs> Roosters, again, it's they like won last in the 10th minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're just, you know, machine-like, methodical, great structures. So Crichton... Crichton's facing a two-week ban for a crusher tackle. Mm. Uh, he'll he'll get off. Um, Uncle Nick will get him off that. No problem. <laughs> Mate, what it, uh, how, how do you feel being a South fan, seeing Kiri and Crichton playing for the arch enemy? That must just kill you. You know what killed me? When they won their last grand final and the Roosters fans were cheering, um, Kiri's a rooster. <laughs> 
I didn't like that. But no, look, Crichton, I don't really rate Crichton. He can have some good games, but I don't think he's that great. I would, like I said, I would have rather Sirenen than Crichton. Um, Kiri, I, look, I think Kiri, personally, I don't think Kiri knows how to direct the team around the park. And he didn't get found out in the Manly game, but he will get found out once he starts playing the top four. Yeah, I agree. He's a, he's a natural 5'8". He's a 5'8". He's a, he's a he's natural 5'8". He, he likes to run. I think yeah. just by virtue of the fact that they don't, they don't have a halfback, that he's the senior player in the half, so they put him at halfback. But, yeah, they, they might struggle a bit. And the big news from that game is it could be Jake Friend's last game. Yeah, another concussion. So, another concussion. Yeah. So, and then, which would be a shame for the Roosters. He's he's been you know a good servant of the Roosters. He's you know he's I, I don't mind Jake Friend. He he would have played he would have played Origin if Cam Smith wasn't there. Mate, I, I love him. He's at a, his peak, he's an honest he's an honest toiler. That's right, and he's he's a clean player too. He's not he's not a grub like the rest of the Roosters. Yeah, that's right. In that grand final, <laughs> that, that that last grand final they won, I reckon he was man of the match. He was unreal. He plays, and he ca- he came off like a three month injury too, and yeah. went and played that. Yeah, like so look, he's had a good career. I know, um, I know why he's saying all this shit because he's why? got a coffee shop at Randwick. <laughs> and you're going to play this back to him and say, oh, mate, can I get a cappuccino for free now that I said all that stuff? <laughs> now, you know, you know what the big news is? And I'm, I'm breaking it right here. No one knows this. The big news is that the Roosters are throwing big money at the cheese. <laughs> is that because you read that article <laughs> on the weekend that he's trying to get out of his current contract? No, I've just heard some little Chinese whispers. <laughs> All right, Panthers, Cowboys. Panthers, 24, Cowboys, zilch, zero, nada. Another another continuation of last year. Look, too strong. Panthers, too strong. Yeah. Um, they're too powerful. They're too professional. They're too fast. Cowboys didn't have any answers for them. Uh, you know, uh, Tamalolo has been criticised heavily for his part, for his 51 minutes. So well, you know, who's criticised him? The coach. The coach, and <laughs> yeah, it's the coach's yeah. idea to give him 51 minutes. But I actually liked what he did in that press conference. I like the fact that he's singled him out. I've, I've heard this a couple of times. A couple of commentators say this. Pick your best player, single him out, say that the standards aren't good enough. So and the rest shall follow. That, that's it, because he's got to set the standard. He was saying, like, you know, in the effort areas, he plays in the middle. He, he's slackening off. We don't want to set that example for the younger kids. I like that. The one thing I didn't like, he's already talking about saving his coaching career after the first round. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, that, I know. That's, that's, I, that's I, I think Payton's all right, but, you know. Our Raiders, Tigers, Raiders 30, Tigers 12. Um, you know, the Raiders hammered the Tigers' line for the first 15 minutes and they should have scored like three tries, but the Tigers kept them out. And I think that just took all the Tigers' juice, that first 15 minutes. Yeah, and they've, you know, they're pretty ill-disciplined, the Tigers. And like one thing with these rule changes, the speed of the game, if you don't have possession, you're going to get screwed over. Both teams 
showed no patience at all. There was heaps of drop ball. They were just th- in the first half. They were just throwing the ball away. Yeah. And Lulawai. Really, well, yeah. what's Lulawai like? I know there's brotherly love and everything, but you see that tackle when his brother got you know a bit dusted up in that tackle, and straight away Joseph's there blowing up, freaking out. Yeah. Like he's got to show yeah. some more composure. Do you remember, yeah, yeah. was it that game last year when he got suspended afterwards? I think he got three games. He just went apeshit after something <laughs> happened to his brother. He's like swinging arms, elbows flying. Yeah. He's just completely lost his composure. Like, yeah, he's a great player, but he's just got that, that, that mug in him that can, you know, cost, cost your team. And Tigers came out second half and they just completely capitulated and uh, – I don't think Madge would be too happy about that, you know. The t- they've got their money tied up in about four guys, you know, and, and they're playing money ball with the rest. So yeah, they've got a couple of months. Who knows what's going to happen to them. Yeah, I think ninth, as always, ninth. Poor bastard. <laughs> always ninth. I think there'll be some improvement this year, but if there's improvement, they should make the eight. I can't see them making the eight. Just Yeah, just mediocre. Um, Sharks and Saints, Sharks 32, Saints 18. Man, it was pissing down rain. It was absolutely pissing down rain and windy. And um, I watched the game and then, like, the next day I, I looked and I saw a headline, wild, wild brawl <laughs> during the game. And I thought, what happened? Um, did I fall asleep for a couple of seconds? And I had a look and it was just... You know how they um, all gather around and just grab each other by the collar? Is that after the Raymond dog shot? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just that. But it said wild brawl, you know. I, I thought I uh, actually, um, you know, missed out on something. But, you know, Sharks got off to a good start. They were 12-0 pretty early. Um, you know, yeah. to, to me it was, I don't know, I think – Maybe by that time, maybe because South lost and by the time it was the last game and it was such crappy weather last night, I was sort of over. I was over round one already by the time the um, Saints and the Sharks came out. So it was sort of like a diet game to me, you know. We, we've spoken about this in the past. When your team wins, you want to yeah. watch every game. You want to watch That's every right. you, you lap thing everything on football, up. on TV. When yeah. your team loses, you don't want to know about it. So you might have yeah. suffered a bit of that. And, you know, yeah. it was like the last game of the round, so you, you did pretty good. <laughs> Cameron Smith has retired. Now, first thing I want to say about that is he picked – his retirement day on Thursday, first game of round one. I think it was the day before, mate. Oh, okay, Wednesday <laughs> then. First game of round one, and I watched NRL 360, and instead of talking about the games, they talked about Cameron Smith for yeah. an hour. You don't think that was premeditated? 100% No, I do think that no, was I'm premeditated. That's what I'm exactly. saying. Exactly, I'm saying 100% it was premeditated. <laughs> yeah. And he said so, in his press conference – Oh, I've been deliberating over this and I've been, you know, trying to work out up until a week before. Please, as if he's done that. He would have, he would have, <laughs> he would have, you know what happened going on from last week, 
he's gone to Pazuzu again and he said, look, you know, <laughs> I know you've granted me my wish. Thank you so much. Can I have one more year, please? Pazuzu said, mate, you only get one wish with me, son. You've, <laughs> you've sold your soul. That's it, bitch. It's <laughs> over. See you in hell. He's not going to give him another year. Wise words from Pazuzu. <laughs> um, yeah, look, you know, all that aside, he's one of the greatest players that ever played. Uh, love him or hate him, you have to recognise that. And goodbye and good luck to Cameron Smith. Good riddance. Now, <laughs> I want to go on to something that happened last week, Cronk versus Buzz. Buzz called Cronk out for being a double agent, for working for both the Storm and the Roosters. And most importantly, he was talking about how that fitted under the cap and Buzz was kind of insinuating was this, were these arrangements made prior. What do you think? Well, <laughs> I think everyone thinks that there are arrangements <laughs> that were made prior, especially the Roosters and Storm. Like we yeah. spoke about them last week and those super smart clubs, it's quite obvious. Like he's heading towards the end of his careers at both clubs and they would have said, look, mate, we want to pay, we'll pay X amount of dollars. This is all alleged, obviously. <laughs> We're going to pay X amount mm-hmm. of dollars, but we'll employ you after football and we'll pay you, like in the Storm's case, where he's an ambassador, he probably has to rock up three times a year. He's probably on 500K or something. You know, yeah, so. well, that's what that, that's what Buzz was alluding to yeah. when Cronk took, took it very badly. He was – did you see the, how defensive oh. he was and his, um, his hand gestures? He was sort of like <laughs> waving, waving Buzz away and he was saying, you dare question my integrity and he just took it – He's just, he came across, to me, he came across really smug. Yeah. And, but most of all, boring. He's so boring. <laughs> the guy bores the shit out of me. He's corny. I, I reckon that was almost like an admission of guilt, the way he was so defensive. Like, That's right. It was, it was, That's right. I, I was quite amazed. And, and Buzz, like, good on him. He's gone, he's gone after one of his colleagues in Fox. He's not scared of that. And yeah. he, he says it how he how he sees it. I, I respect him for doing that. I reckon. Yeah, and, and Buzz w- kept his cool too. Yeah, but I think he was a bit taken aback or a bit flustered by the way Cronk went <laughs> after him. Like he, he went after him pretty hard, and you could see he yeah, was trying yeah. to not backpedal, but he, he, he was very uncomfortable, which is fair enough because he went at him hard, Cronk. And you know, he started saying shit like, "Oh." With, with um, I've spoken to the Roosters, they're happy with me do it. And when I go to the Melbourne Storm, I dovetail in, into the training sessions. What the fuck <laughs> does that mean? He no. also said, he also said, uh, you know, when I work for the Melbourne Storm for three minutes. Yeah, he said that yeah. for three minutes. But look, he, he was look, he was very defensive. He was. Um, Someone said, I can't remember who it was, but someone said something like he came across like when they asked him, when they said, well, what about, what about the cap? He said, that's up to them. That's not up to me. That's got yeah. nothing to do with me. And someone said, someone said, that's him saying it doesn't matter if I'm doing the wrong thing as long as I'm not responsible for it. 
That's right. He didn't want to make any comment about that because, yeah, yeah he's going to be in trouble. But look, every club... And of course, all this is alleged. We don't know <laughs> the right. truth. That's right, exactly. We're just... We're we're um, we're, we're just, just commentating on what we see. Mate, we're just mugs <laughs> thinking, you know, it's all conjecture. But every club does it. Conjecture again. Yeah. Look, look at your club. Your club is one of the the worst at it, I would say. Sammy Burgess, coaching job afterwards. He did a great job. <laughs> he did a great job. He pulled he pulled our forwards together when they were a shambles. And that's when we, you know, our forwards gelled and then beat the shit out of you guys in the semis. Was he supplying them with something? Um, are you making an allegation here? Because <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Inglis, Inglis is another one. He got paid. Oh, like that. Inglis is coming. gone, man. No, he was, Inglis. he was last year for the first year he was on your coaching staff for a period of time. Uh. Sutton, another one. He's probably but on Sutton, like, he's, man. He's probably on five hundred k, and he's running the water out. He's running the water, but he's also he's, that's he's part of the coaching staff. Come Sutton on. will end up being a coach. You're All right, me. <laughs> Jared <laughs> Hayne. Jared, Jared Hayne. Yeah, he's been in the news again lately. This thing will not go away, will it? Tell, court. tell me, tell me about Jared Hayne. About. The alleged incident, or my, yes, my, my not life. about him. I don't give a shit about him. <laughs> I think everyone about knows he's, he's bitten. My best memory. No, I won't talk anyway. Go on, go on. <laughs> no, I was just going to say it like it's it's alleged that he's bitten the you know the girl in the vagina to the extent that she drew blood and it's gone to court. Like I actually, I feel sorry for all parties. He is my my favourite player of this century. We have many arguments about him in, in Inglis. I still think, as a complete footballer, he's the best footballer I've ever seen. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> it's true. He had everything. Get fucked. The Look, kicking listen. game was probably the only thing that he lacked, but he had a monstrous boot. But he had everything. Listen, listen. Watch, watch that try where Inglis runs around 10 Broncos players, goes full field, no one has done that. Fucking no one. one and, and no one ever will. One and plus, what people forget about Inglis, and this is what pisses me off the most, what people forget about Inglis is he was a great defender. He was one of the best defending fullbacks that ever no, played he the was. game. He was. And Hayne was, wasn't. No, he, Hayne was a, wasn't. he was a good defender. Do you remember? He was sometimes lazy, but he was a good defender. He, yeah, sometimes lazy. Sometimes lazy. Inglis was never sometimes lazy. And um, do you remember the time Jared Hayne got out jumped by um, what was his name, Dave? Uh, can't remember his surname. <laughs> remember Dave? What's yeah, his, yeah, the big yeah. guy? Our big guy. We, we called him Smoke and Mirrors. I can't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He got out jumped by him. Well, which no, was funny, that's an example it? again. That it was a bit lazy every now. And then. I think that was like in the middle of the year. It was June. It was a cold night. He probably wanted to be home. He wasn't really interested. Dave Taylor. Dave Taylor. Dave Taylor. Smoke and mirrors. <laughs> Out Jared Hayne and scored a try. It was fantastic. <laughs> that was, that's one of my but, one of my most treasured rugby league moments. It's it's the whole Jared Hayne thing is is very sad. Like, come on, you have to say he was a superstar player. Two Dallyams. That run that he had in two thousand and nine. No player had a run of form like him. And to see what's happened, he went, mate, he went and played NFL. 
and and made the first team for the 49ers. That's unbelievable. For one week, buddy. It doesn't matter. He's an absolute freak, a freak athlete. And then he had that incident over there with another girl, came back, played for the Titans. His heart wasn't there. He came to Parramatta. We got the wooden spoon. Just uh, And now this incident, like... It's going to be one of those thirty for thirties. If they do, if they do one for an Australian athlete, <laughs> he's going to be it. Anyway, fuck Jared Hayne. <laughs> All right, let's go to last week. We were talking about Leisha versus Elliot, and this week some of Elliot's texts were uncovered to Leisha. So I'll I'll read them to you. Hey, Leish. I'm sorry for betraying you and your friendship, mate. (laughs) Another one says, I got some serious deep issues with drinking and last night I made the biggest mistake of my life. I'm so sorry I've hurt you and hurt Robin. Never in a million years did I think I'd do this to you. I can't say how sorry I am. This is the first I've heard. Who leaks this shit? I don't know. And is, yeah, who's got who's got access to his phone to leak yeah, it? But there are there any responses by Leisha in all this? No. Nah. And then there's the last one. The first, this is the first one he sent. He said, "Hey, bro, fuck! I've heard you're going in for surgery. I don't care if you hate me. I love you, mate. I just want you to be okay." That's hard. I mean, imagine, imagine you're Leisha, and you've. You're going for surgery. You're being charged with assault. One of your best mates has just been caught having an intimate moment with your girlfriend, and you get those texts off him. Fuck. That's that's. And you're about to get the anaesthetic put in here. You'd be half thinking, "Am I, <laughs> I going to wake up out of this?" <laughs> that's that's. You're already stressed out. You're about to go on an operation. You start reading that stuff. Your blood pressure go through the roof. But yeah, that's. I don't know. Very sad situation. Hopefully they somehow make amends. I don't think you can ever come back from something like that. Nah. Complete It is a sad situation. And if he has got, you know, deep issues with alcohol, he needs to get them sorted out pretty quick. That's it. Just stay off them. Stay off the the alcohol. (laughs) Stay off the soup. Stay off the soup. Hang up the boots with the soup. Um. Suwali is given permission to play today. What a surprise. What a surprise. <laughs> what a surprise. What a surprise. And not only was he given permission to play, but the NRL have come out and they have said, this isn't going to be happening all the time. That's, you know, th- this is just a one-off. That's why it's, it's a joke. Like you've got a rule, that's it. You stick to it. He's going to turn 18 in August. He'll be ready for semifinals by then. Why do you why do you create a rule and then break the rule and then say, oh, we're going to break it this time, but for this player who plays for another club, it's not going to happen. Like that's what makes fans angry. That's that's why you blow up. Like, did you watch that game on the weekend? He's a freak, that kid. Like, how classy yeah. is he? He's he's yeah. a he's a great yeah. player. You can see he's going to be a great player, but at the end of the day, he's a kid. He got ragdoll a couple of times. Can you imagine when he's up in, in first grade? He's going to get smashed. Why can't why can't he just wait? Why can't the NRL just stay strong? Mate, it's the hardest sport in the world. Let him develop. 
18 because un- Uncle Nick doesn't doesn't want to wait. Yeah. And what Uncle Nick wants, Uncle Nick gets. That's it. The Golden Greek. <laughs> the, the Greeks have got in together, Valandis and Politis. Did you read that there was a little article on the weekend, you might have been a bit upset by this, that Pappas and Crow, they've had a bit of a falling out. And Have they? I didn't read that, yeah, no. Yeah, and, and part of it is because I think Richo and Crow are still close and Pappas was against Richo. But in that article, towards the end, it says that Pappas has, you know, has a close relationship now with Politis. Mm. That's a disgrace, isn't it? Mm. Well, <laughs> if it's if it's true, it's a disgrace. That's that's a blood thicker than water. You know, Pappas, he he's the I reckon he's the number one reason you guys got back in the comp. He was a brain. I reckon spot. Georgie Piggins. Yeah, Georgie Piggins was like the emotional side of it, but he was a brain yeah, yeah. behind it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's the one. No, he's a great, he's yeah, a great lawyer, he's man. A, yeah, he was the one that got him back. Yeah, he's a great lawyer. But yeah, with um, yeah, look, Uncle Nick wants Suwali to play. Suwali's going to play. Uh, I wish Uncle Nick was a Rabbitoh supporter, and then we would have won. You know, we would have gone back to back. Or if he was a para supporter, you would have gone back to back. Because he makes the right moves. Yeah. Illegal as they may be, <laughs> or they seem to be, he does make the right moves. He's a mate. He knows what he's doing. And I reckon he's got the media in his back pocket, control the media, control the narrative. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> There's a conspiracy coming out again, but yeah. Yeah, your conspiracy <laughs> theories. No, but yeah, like he's a great administrator. He knows, yeah. What can you say? Um, all right, so the, there was a thing today about the Dally M judges. Oh, okay, yes. the people. So they're the people who are sitting around watching the games and giving points, giving Dally M points out. And it was mentioned today that Luke Lewis – who is hired by the Sharks and is on the Sharks coaching t- uh, coaching team, actually gave points in the Dallium Sharks game. Unbelievable. Sharks and yeah, – yeah. And Lockyer, yep. Lockyer gave points in the, the Brisbane Para game. Yeah. Can't they just you know, how, separate what them? What the hell? Exactly. Can't they just say, look, this guy's affiliated with this team, we'll get in the judge, another game. It's just – Well, Buzz – Buzz said, um, "Buzz said, and you know, I, I, uh, I got up, um, I got up, Greg Alexander about that, and Greg Alexander turned to me and said, I 'I don't do the Penrith games.' <laughs> That's almost. Oh, I thought I was listening to the Buzz. Then. It's almost <laughs> identical. You just had to say, 'I'll tell you, Kenty.' <laughs> I'll tell you, Kenty. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so, a joke. Like they can't. It's not that hard. Just make sure the players that have got an affiliation or ex-players don't." Judge their team. It's pretty simple, isn't it? You'd think so. They'll, they'll, but they'll nothing to... seems to be simple with uh, NRL. I'll have to fix that. They'll fix that for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to talk about the new rules for a minute. There's a couple of new rules. One new rule that I last week I was for, now I'm against, which was 
the ref blowing a try and the bunker going up to have a look at it. Like it sounded like a good idea, but once I saw it in action, it wasn't a good idea. There was a couple of games where the ref blew a try and they actually put the points on the board. So they put that four points on the board and then the bunker goes and has a look at it and they take the try away and that four points goes off the board. Can you imagine if that happens to your team, you're sitting in a crowd you see you're, you're like losing by four points. You get four points and you think, shit, yeah, we're winning. And you see it up on the scoreboard and then it says no try and they take the four points away. Do you, do you not remember me saying this last week? Yes, I remember you. <laughs> no, you didn't say that. I said that exactly. You just said you don't like it. I said. You didn't know you. Oh, for bullshit. The, for that reason. Let's, um, you know what? I'm going to edit this. I'm going to rewind the tape of last <laughs> week. I'm going to put. Mate. No. And also they were talking about how. Um, they didn't stop the clock. So it was a no try and they didn't stop the clock while the bunker was looking at it and there was one one and a half minutes lost from the game. Yeah. You know? Well, that's that a, happened a couple of times. That's a valid point. Like back, you know, last year, you go to the video ref, stop the clock straight away. So, yeah, you've lost, you know, 90 seconds have gone into the ether. So I agree. I reckon that, I think they were saying tonight that they're going to look into – bringing back that 90 seconds or whatever the time period will be, they're going to put that back onto the onto the clock. So you, you don't lose I reckon that time. They, I reckon they should get rid of that rule. I think they should just fuck it off. And if the ref thinks it's a try, he, he awards a try. If not, he sends it up to the bunker. Because the refs were just awarding everything. Every time someone went over, dude, they- dude, dude. You know, yeah, but they're going to try. They weren't. They're not going to just say a try for the sake of it. They're going to try and get it right. You know what I mean? So oh, I don't give it a bit more of a go. If they get nah, most I, of the, if agree. they get it most of the time right, and they can put the time back on, it might be better. The great divide, the great divide, and that's that's one thing that worries me about all these new rules. The game is so fast now that the division between the top teams and the bottom teams is greater than what it was. Yeah. Every team, every team basically that's not top six got smashed. Yep. Yep. Position is king. So it's basically goes down to if you're disciplined, you're like we were saying before, Melbourne Roosters disciplined, low error rate. They're going to have more possession. Possession is king. They're going to win the game. So it's it's sort of like um, and not not only possession yeah it it comes down they've got the the better players the faster players they can handle the new rules you know the the players um, in in the bottom teams obviously not as good and they can't handle the new rules as well and I think I really do think there's a great divide there's there's going to be a divide between the top four and five six seven eight. There's going to be a division there, and then there's going to be a really big gap between eight and the rest of the comp, I think. Yeah. Like I already, I reckon virtually the top eight's already set. Yeah, <laughs> no, seriously. You look at the top eight, get rid of the Sharks, yeah. put in Souths, there's your top eight. Yeah. That's yeah, fucking yeah, round yeah, yeah. one. I reckon it's already set. I know, and that's because of the new rules. The new rules have highlighted the differences between all those teams. You know, the the Ford battle is gone. 
I used to love the forward yeah, battle. The softening up That's, period. Yeah, the softening. <laughs> I used to love that. That's exactly, gone. Yeah, exactly. That's gone. So you could have, you know, you could have a team like, like say the Titans who've got a reasonable forward pack who, you know, in the softening up period might be able to do something, you know, but now there's no softening up period. There's no forward battle. It's just all, it's, it's, it's turning into touch. It's turning into Oztag. That's what it's turning into. It's a game of touch. And then, like, in some of those games, like, obviously I was focusing on my game a lot. They were destroyed at the end of the game. Towards the end of the game, they were like, you could see the play of the balls. They're just huffing and puffing. I could, I've never really seen that before. Like, they were completely out of their breath. Oh, no. So I know. Maybe that, that'll bring in the, you know, the super fit guys into the game a bit more, but. Yeah, I, I, I think, think you've you got to go back to, to the old days where you've got a bit more of a, you know, a softening up period. D- d- it's all like they're trying to focus a lot on attack. You, you've got to have both. Like big hits are unreal. That's right. You know, you, you've got to have a balance. Again, it's that's always right. these and, changes. And it's not as tactical as it was, you know. It's more flashy, but it's not as tactical as it was. And I think, you know, I, I, I think that idea of, you know, you kick it in the touch, or you go over the sideline or whatever and it's a handover, I, I think bring back the scrum for that. Yeah. I think you need scrums. I think you need scrums. I think you need to give the forwards a rest. Um, well, you know, a scrum's you, almost you need like that a, little break. It's almost like a set player scrum too. They were saying a couple like exactly. last year, there was some good tries scored from, from scrums. So, yeah. So, yeah, I reckon they should, I don't know. It's just too many changes, like I said. Like, why do they always have to insist on changes, on changes and changes? Just don't muck around with the game too much. Man, I, I'd be right. happy for it to That's... go back to, like, what it was in the 80s. Like, I guess I'm, uh... <laughs> I'm being a bit biased again <laughs> because of my, my love for the Eels and that's when we dominated. But, you know, back then you had your inside, your outside centre, you had runarounds, yeah. you had – there were more craft, you had chip over the tops – you had more subtlety in the game, whereas now it's just bash and barge. Look at Paris, second half, run direct, run direct. You've got good forwards. Just go up, go up, go straight up the middle, up the middle. Eventually you'll score. Like, you know, there's no finesse. You had the kicking jewels. Yeah, the kicking jewels are unreal. Back in the day, the, so the you, fullbacks. So you've got a bit, of, um, a bit of fan feedback for us, have you? Yeah, we've uh, yeah. Many, yeah, yeah. I your feedback. Um, a little bit of it's negative. I've got. I'll, I'll read some of this out. <laughs> oh, that's good because I thought all of them were going to be negative. <laughs> well, yeah, one's pretty short. They've written here. It's Harry Grant, you idiot, and that was reference to us <laughs> trying to work out his name for like five minutes, and we still didn't get there. Then, yeah, well, you know, you've you've got to remember we're um, we're rookies. We're getting old. The brain isn't working as well <laughs> as it used to. So you know, have a little bit of patience. That's we'll it. get there. And here's another one: two dumb cunts telling each other to get fucked. Gold. Yeah, that's I. I look at that as a positive. <laughs> That's actual positive. And, and factual. Two dumb cunts telling each other to get fucked. That to me, that is, I'll listen to that all day, every day, <laughs> any day. That's it. That's it. 
And then I've got another one from Crash up in uh, Queensland, God's country. He says he's moved up there. He's talking about topics that he'd like for us to discuss over the, the rounds. He's got here most memorable game you went to, first game you ever went to, top five favourite players of all time, and my personal favourite, best WOG ethnic team of all time. <laughs> so we, we might try and come up with a couple of those in the uh, upcoming weeks. Round two, our tips for round two. Thursday night, we have Eels versus Storm at Bank West. How come you get them at home? You, yeah, I don't care where we play them. They're going to still win. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably have to play them twice too. So no, Yeah, I'm, we have to pa- play it. Play them twice. Yeah. We'll have to play them again last round. We'll probably be playing for a top four position. <laughs> it's a good warm up. It's a good warm up for the yeah. semifinals. But yeah, look. So you tipping Storm? Yeah, I'm tipping Storm. Yeah, me too. I'm tipping Storm. Uh, Friday, the six o'clock game: Warriors versus Knights at Central Coast Stadium. I'm tipping the Warriors here. I was very impressed with them last week. Awesome completion rate, great forwards, like you said, solid halves. I think they'll just tip pip the Knights in a close one. Oh, I reckon that'll be one of the better games of the round, that one. Yeah, they, I, I agree. I think uh, I, I think the Warriors by a little bit, and but I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to and it'll probably be an entertaining game too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Titans versus Broncos at Seabus Super Stadium. <laughs> that one, I reckon Titans, only because they were so poor last week, they have to bounce back It's at their home ground. The Broncos, I don't think they're going to get the wooden spoon this year. I think they're going to be a much better team, but they've got those injuries. So mm. I think the Titans will win because of that. Mm, yeah, that that's a really close game. It's uh, is Payne Huff back? He's not back, is he? I don't think he's back he, yet. He, he won't come back. Yeah, look, uh, I, I'm going to go Broncos because they started so well against you guys and then capitulated. I think if they get that kind of start against the Titans, the Titans won't make a comeback like Parrot did. Yeah, good point. Good point. It's going to be a close one that one. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, Super Saturday, Super Saturday. Do you remember that? That was a, you know, oh, last week, this week was the 25th anniversary of Super Saturday. Can you believe that? Really? Wow. 25 years. And well, I've had Foxtel for 25 years. <laughs> and the weather was perfect to go to the beach. Yeah, that's right. It was a perfect and, Super Saturday that we were reminiscing But that, that Super Saturday theme, do you remember that Super yeah, Saturday Super theme? Saturday. Super Saturday. Super, they should have stuck with that instead of the, the crap they've got now. And that Maddie Nabel, oh, I love Maddie Nabel, but that ad, you know that ad where he went through all yeah, the games, that went for five minutes and they played it like ten times. It's too long-winded. Every hour. Well, he's been doing it for a couple of years now. Like I used to love it when he first came on. But now we're just over it. I reckon he should, yeah, fuck that off and he should go back to commentating. He was a great commentator. 
He was. Yeah. He was, was. He was minimalist. He was a minimalist. <laughs> exactly. He, he, uh, you let he, the he pitches stay. Yeah. It, yeah. The complete opposite. You got Inglis. Inglis. Yeah. Takes the ball. Whereas Hadley would be commentating a game on Channel 9 like he's on the radio. The complete yeah. opposite. Hadley, Hadley commentates like it's the Dapdo dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Exactly. Exactly. Too many words. Yeah, no, Matty Nable, mate, no, no more of this long-winded intros. Go back to commentating. Who's he going to replace, but You heard it from the dog. <laughs> you heard it from the dog. Who should he replace? Uh, who should he replace? That um, Brenton Speedy. Brenton Speedy. Yeah, he's Speedy. Mate, he, he does the A-League. I think he commentates cricket. He, I think he does boxing as well. Yeah, he's, he's got enough gigs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Super Saturday, Bulldogs versus Panthers. That's a bit of a no-brainer. Bulldogs paying $6.50. You're looking at the uh, TAB, are you? Well, it's got the TAB under there. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, Sports bet, sorry. TAB. Does TAB even exist anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I think so. All right. Dogs, Dogs versus Panthers. That's a no-brainer. Panthers will romp it in. They should rest guys already. <laughs> Round two, they should just rest half their year, team. Mate. It's like the Melbourne Cup. This is a good game to mark down and put in your reserve grade team. You know what they uh, should do? So they should play Burton just to rub it into the doggies' noses. <laughs> That's what they should do. Sea Eagles versus Rabbitohs at Lotto Land. Well, 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 you've got to win this one, mate. The pressure's already on. You don't want to lose two in a row. Oh, shit, no. You know what? We didn't actually talk about your negativity. What do you mean? (laughs) In the game against the Storm, like within about three or four minutes, the text messages are going, we're fucked, we're going to do nothing this year, we're hopeless. I didn't say, I did not say we're not going to, we're going to do nothing this year. I said after 10 minutes, after 15 minutes, no, I said game over. Game over, yeah. Larry said season over. I said game over. And that is not being negative. That is just being having a good rugby league brain. I, and was I right? It was over. Yeah, but I don't think we – when we're talking about your game, I think you guys showed a fair bit. We didn't talk about Benji Marshall also. Like what position was he playing? It was a bit confusing. <laughs> Who knows, man? Yeah, like they, Who knows? he had three halves on at the same time. And Cookie. Yeah, he, he, came, he came on for one of the forwards, but they just put him. Um, yeah. So, but that, that, put, that's, that's um, Bennett, you know what I mean? He'll experiment. Yeah. But when the whips are cracking at the end of the year, you guys will be firing like you were at the end of last year. And I thought, I thought when Benji came on, that's when we started to go all right. I thought that's when, you know, he added a little bit of creativity and yeah, he created a, a little bit of doubt. In the storm's mind, they weren't sure. You know, is it going to go to Benji? Is it going to go to Walker? Is it going to go to Reynolds? Yeah. Oh, look! And we scored a few tries. You'll be you'll yeah? be too what strong for Manly this week. Yeah, should be, should be. I mean, if God, you know, you, if we don't beat Manly, you'd be negative. But again. you know, having said that, they'll come. They'll come back this week. They'll be harder to beat. Oh, yeah, than they were. Yeah, they are embarrassed. But, when but you're embarrassed, get, yeah. you know, you come back all guns blazing. But you you'll be too strong. All right. Here's a tough one. Cowboys versus Dragons at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Mm. Rubbish versus rubbish. Um, <laughs> I'm picking the, the Cowboys. They're playing at home. 
I think they've got yeah. a bit more potential. It'll be interesting to see how Tam- Tamalolo bounces back after being roasted by his coach. I reckon he'll bounce yeah. back well. Um, yeah, I think yeah. they'll be too strong. Yeah, and I'm, I'm picking the Cowboys for the exact same reasons you said. Uh, I think Saints kind of have probably blown their load already. <laughs> you know, with, 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 with that little count. Yeah, well, yeah, they're premature. One, they're premature ejaculators. One touch Charlie. Yeah. Uh, Tigers versus Roosters at Campbelltown Sports Stadium. Geez, Roosters get an easy run, don't they, all the time? <laughs> it's round two, mate. So I oh, know, but like, but they're always going to get an you know, easy run. They're a good but team. But that's manly. They, that's manly. They're playing twice. That's Tigers. They're playing twice. Yeah. Well, look, I think yeah, they're going to be too good. They're going to be too good for the Tigers. I yeah. reckon the Tigers will put up a fight. You know, Madge, you'll have them primed for the game. They'll, they'll, it'll be similar to what happened to them last week. You know, they'll hang around for up until half time, and then they might peter out. Um, the Roosters are just too strong. Who do you think is going to play lock? Not lock. Um, Hooker. Hooker. For the Roosters. Um, yeah. I think they had that. Was that kid on the bench that's got the 90% goal kicking rate? Is he a hooker? Don't know. It might be him. Oh, actually, I think it's Lussick. Lussick, yeah. Yeah, Lussick. They're talking right. about Lussick. Lussick. He might have to play. I think yeah. he played at the end of last year, you know, when they had heaps of injuries and stuff. He played in the semi final. Yeah. I think, yeah, Varelis is still out injured, so it's probably going to be Lussick. Roosters were looking good. Uh, I th- look, all those top four sides were looking good, but you can't really judge them until they play another top four side. Yeah. You know, I, I guess the closest to that was the Storm playing us. You know, we've got the potential for being a top four side. So that they would that was the hardest game, but what about the rest the, of the top four had easy games. What about the Morris brothers? They're thirty six. I know. They're unbelievable. Maybe they've had a chat with Pazuzu. <laughs> you know, thirty six years of age are playing the in the backs are still fast as like. Well, Brett Morris is like the fourth leading try scorer of all time now. Yeah, they're amazing. They started yeah, you broke the that record. They struggled at the dogs, but, you know, the old adage, play with dogs, catch fleas, and they were struggling at that time, so they were pretty <laughs> bad. As soon as they go to a good team, superstars again. Okay, last game of round two, Sharks versus Raiders at Nostrada Jubilee Stadium. Ah, Raiders. Raiders, yeah. will, Raiders will be too good. Sharks will probably I don't think fight. Sharks are going to offer much. What? What was the story with Fafita with the Sharks? They said uh, they said oh he was he was playing lower grade. He was dropped from the lower grades, and they said it was because he was injured. And now they're saying no, it's because of he's out of form. Well, probably the truth came out. It's because of form. They maybe yeah. wanted to cover it, smother it, and the truth's yeah. come out that he's been dropped for form. And yeah, that's good. Good on him. Be honest, mm-hmm. you know. You got anything else to say? Um, that's about it. I think I'm a bit. I'm a bit tired. It's late in the Me Monday too. night. It's time for it's it's bit, time for my nap, man. <laughs> Exhausting weekend of rugby league. And it's time um, as what? What's David say? The curtains close are closing. Close the curtains. <laughs> yeah, close the curtains. <laughs> he's a, he's close. All right, you've been. 
You've been listening to Professional Foul, a rugby league podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or where you're listening to us now. Subscribe to us so you'll get every new episode as soon as it comes out. So enjoy your footy. Enjoy your footy, everyone. Good night.